It's Shrove Tuesday. Welcome to today's Lentcast, the zeroth podcast of the series. This is Father John Solzdorf. This year, as in years past, I will offer you five-minute daily podcasts to encourage you in your own Lenten discipline. Today is the day before Lent begins. It's Shrove Tuesday. Shrove refers to being shriven, which means being absolved after your confession of sins. A very good thing to do as Lent gets underway and all during Lent. Lent is a time for penance, especially by fasting and other voluntary practices which we impose on ourselves for the expiation of sin and temporal punishment due to sin and to make reparation for sins. Remember, too, that the first commandment given to our first parents was to abstain from eating something. Lent isn't just a time to give up things. It's also an opportunity to work on positive things, like a new good habit of virtue, and to perform acts of mercy and charity. The Latin word for the season of Lent is quadragesima, literally fortieth, for the fortieth weekday before Easter, which is Ash Wednesday. Pope St. Leo the Great, who died in 461, used the phrase quadragesimali jejunium, literally the 40 fast, for Lent. We might just say 40 day, together with Lenten. Lent, of course, comes from the Old English lengthen, for spring. The number of days in the period of Lent have shifted over the centuries. Uh, You can see traces of a different beginning of Lent, for example, on the first Sunday of Lent and on the third Sunday out from Easter. But keep in mind also that Holy Week is like a separate season, but 40 is a good round number for our nomenclature, and it lines up well with our Lord going into the wilderness and also the people wandering in the wilderness before going to the Promised Land. You will see in your traditional hand missiles that each day during Lent is assigned a Roman station church, a statio, which is a stopping place. In ancient Rome, there would be a procession from a collect church where the people gathered to the other station church where mass would be celebrated. Along the way, they would sing litanies and prayers. The order of the stations has shifted a bit from the 5th century onward, and some of the original churches have disappeared or were absorbed into newer structures, though perhaps their names remain on the list from tradition. The practice of actually going to the station churches fell into disuse for quite a while, but from the 20th century onwards, there's been a movement to revive it. As a matter of fact, there's a confraternity in Rome which fosters this practice of the stations. And in past years, but not the last year or so, Uh, The seminarians of the North American College would go to the station masses each day before they went off to their classes. Traditionally, Holy Church stripped the liturgy of its ornaments, beginning with Septuagesima, the pre-Lent Sundays, when the Gloria and Alleluia were omitted, and then through Lent also and into Passiontide. Decorations and ornaments, such as flowers and instrumental music and so forth, are forbidden during Lent. On Passion Sunday... The Sunday before Palm Sunday, statues and images would be draped and hidden. Bells would disappear on Good Friday, and there was no Mass at all on that day. Holy Mass experiences a kind of liturgical death, so that at Easter, when everything returns tenfold, our joy can be that much sweeter, the flowers that much more beautiful, 
the music more splendid, and the church that much brighter, because we have been in the darkness before. To be good Catholic Christians, our lives must take on the qualities of the mysteries we profess. This is because we are our rights. So let our lives reflect what the church offers liturgically all through Lent. Lent is a time for us to reflect also on the passion of the Lord, especially the sufferings he endured for our salvation. In tiny, meager imitations, we take up little crosses so that we can learn to love better in the sacrifice of suffering. We learn to mortify concupiscence of the eyes and the flesh and the pride of life. We learn not to reject the true cross when it comes, and it is not really up to us to determine the dimensions of our crosses. God knows better than we could ever know what we truly need. Lent is upon us. Be ready. Be ready.